Today's bonus episode of the Buttecast is brought to you by Park Street Liquors. If you're looking for it, Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew today. They can assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menu. They can also point you to the finest whiskeys, regional spirits, or the latest RTDs. Park Street Liquors. Call 406-782-6278 or stop by at 133 West Park Street. Make your story legendary. Now, let's get this thing started. Welcome to the Butte Cast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world, Butte, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Now, here's my dad, Bill Foley. Mornings before school were pretty much always the same. My brothers and I would sit around the kitchen table and eat cereal as we got ready for the dreaded six and a half hours of torture that was the school day. At least that's how I felt about it. If my dad or brother had the sports section of the newspaper, I would read the back of the cereal box while I ate and waited for the sports page to open up. Then, if I had time, I would finally get a stab. The first thing I would do is look at the standings and then the box scores. In the fall and spring, I was looking at baseball. In the fall and winter, it would be football and basketball. You could tell so much from those box scores. I would always look at the box before I read the story of the game. That would go for local games, too. I checked the basketball boxes to see how many points each Butte High, Butte Central, or Montana Tech player scored before I read Hudson Wilsey, Bruce Saylor, or Jim Edgar as they told the story of the game. When I first started working for the newspaper, typing box scores from faxes of game sheets was pretty much all I did. We had a box score for every game at the Montana Standard. Bruce, who was the sports editor then, made sure of it. Bruce suffered a heart attack in a nasty wreck just before the 22-23 basketball season, and he was out of commission for a while. Overwhelmed by the workload and new responsibility, a co-worker and I decided to start typing up JV box scores for the varsity teams from outside of Butte. It saved us a lot of time, and it seemed to work really great for the first night. We did it for one day. Then, I talked to Bruce on the phone. Full box scores, he said before he even said hello. I got the point. Today, you cannot find box scores for high school games in many papers. The things they try to pass off as box scores online are not box scores at all. Right now, I think we literally have two sports writers in the entire state of Montana who type box scores. Bruce, when he writes for Butte Sports, and Fritz Neighbor in Kalispell. There might be one or two more, I just don't see them. Box scores used to be the heart and soul of any good sports page. Now, much like good local print journalism, they are nearly impossible to find. That's what today's column is about. You can read it for yourself at ButteCast.com. Tapper Light, Box Scores and Local Journalism Keep Fading Away. In the spring of 1998, I was working on the sports desk of the Moscow Pullman Daily News in Moscow, Idaho. I was doing some research to write a preview story about the Moscow High School baseball team playing in the state tournament when the phone rang. On the other end of the phone was the coach of Moscow's first-round opponent. The timing of the call was surprising, as was the voice on the other end. The coach was Jerry Hollow. Yes, that Jerry Hollow. It was an amazing small world moment. 
A Butte rat who coached high school baseball in the Boise, Idaho area called the newspaper in Moscow only to get another Butte rat. After we talked about the days when I watched Jerry play basketball for Butte Central, he asked me for some information on the Moscow Bears. He was looking for a scouting report on an opponent that was so far away he couldn't have watched the team play. I told him what I could without selling out any secrets that I picked up from the Bears players and coaches. I told him which players were left-handed, I told him which pitchers threw hard, and which ones were crafty. For the most part, though, I did not tell Jerry much more than what he could have learned from reading the season's box scores. The box scores would tell him the lineups the Bears used, and he could figure out their top hitters for average and power. It would tell him which Moscow players stole bases. The same box scores told him that the Moscow coach had a quick hook with his starting pitchers. The Moscow starters only went a couple of innings. Sometimes they would go three, but they would never go four. All of that information was right in the box scores. Box scores tell the story of the game, and they help you keep a record. Box scores, along with the next day's pitchers and the horse race lineups, are probably the reason newspapers had sports pages in the first place. Whether it is football, basketball, baseball, or any other sport, box scores are also such an important part of history. The game story above the box score is important. It gives the game life. The box score is the heart. The late Pat Carney went through newspapers over a century to calculate accurate records for the football and basketball programs at Butte High and Butte Central. He did that by reading the box scores. Today, box scores are nowhere to be found in most newspapers. Oh, you might find the Major League Baseball box scores for the day before, or from two days before for games out west, when you open a newspaper, but you will rarely find box scores from the high school teams. Part of that is the demise of local print journalism. Part of it is laziness, and part of it is that writers have their hands cuffed by corporate greed. Last week, Lee Enterprises announced another round of layoffs in Montana. That comes after the company I used to work for cut 400 jobs nationwide in 2022. A Missoulian reporter said she returned from her two-week unpaid furlough, something all Lee employees are shamelessly being forced to take, just in time to learn of her layoff. Lee owns the Montana Standard, Missoulian, Helen Independent Record, Ravalli Republic, and Billings Gazette. Those papers are just a shell of what they used to be, following a national trend of a dying industry. That is a dangerous trend, too. As Butte journalist Kathleen McLaughlin recently pointed out in a piece in The Nation, that erosion of local journalism has led to the hyper-partisan ways of the nation. Voters identify with parties instead of issues. That is because there is less and less reporting on local issues. In Montana, voters know way more about Florida Governor Ron DeSantos than they do about our own governor, WWE international champion Greg Gianforte. We used to be able to rely on great reporters like Chuck Johnson to tell us who our political candidates were. Now, we only know about the candidates what the attack ads tell us. We vote based on the national campaigns, and then we just fill in by party when we get to the local races. We do this while the newspapers are mistaking text message journalism, where reporters tweet pictures of legislative vote boards, roll calls, or polls, for real journalism. That is how we end up with an anti-public education superintendent of public instruction in Elsie Arnston, who last year was caught racing past a school bus with its lights flashing and crossing arm extended. We got in this situation because corporate-owned newspapers keep making cutbacks in order to make their profits look better for the stockholders. I saw those short-term, short-sighted cuts made repeatedly when I worked for The Standard from 1998 to 2012. I saw them cut out the pressmen and the printing press to cut corners and save money. Then they started to make deep cuts in the newsroom. A little more than 11 years ago, I knew the business was in big trouble when I got a call telling me that sports editor Bruce Saylor was laid off. His major crime was that he was about to turn 60. 
Of course, they didn't put it that way. They, quote, eliminated the position of sports editor, asking the rest of us to pick up the slack and work harder for the same pay. It's the new normal in American industry, especially the media industry. Knowing that I didn't want that to happen to me, I decided to go to work for Butte Broadcasting, where we started Butte Sports. Then, I watched from afar as great Montana journalists like Walter Hennick, Carmen Winslow, Bob Meserol, and Chuck Johnson got the same treatment from Lee that Bruce got. We need more veteran journalists like that, not less. That goes for news and sports. When Bruce was in charge of the sports desk, we had a story for every game. Every game. And we had box scores from those games, too. It was the same way with Meserol when he was the sports editor at the Missoulian. Now, only a couple of sports writers in the entire state ever type a box score, and that is just too bad. They say the newspaper is the first rough draft of history. When it comes to local sports reporting, it is usually the last draft, too. Without box scores, we would have had no idea just how historic the past two seasons were for Butte Central seniors Dougie Peoples and Brooke Badovinick. We would have no idea when Lexi Nelson broke Butte's all-time scoring record in 2010. Instead of box scores, today we get more text message journalism. Sports writers tweet short video clips from games, something every mom in the crowd already shared on Facebook, instead of typing up box scores. I don't blame the writers, many of whom have never been taught how to type a box. I blame their bosses. Those videos might be fun, and the feature-type stories are entertaining, but they will do absolutely nothing 50 years from now when someone wants to do some real historical research. Hopefully, football and basketball coaches are on top of things and keeping their own records. Hopefully, every baseball and softball team is on an app like Game Changer so fans can see a real box score. Hopefully, someone is saving this history because newspapers have given up that responsibility. And faraway coaches looking for a scouting report could be out of luck. Proud to be from you, America, USA.